Welcome to the House Church Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's message by guest pastor Tim Brooks. If you would like to know more about the house, please visit our website at welcometothehouse.com or download the house app. there was no way he could do right enough to please God. Right, right, you can't right, do right, right enough right, to please right. God. And so God sent Jesus while we were yet sinners and he paid the price for us. And because of Jesus, because of his perfect blood, God's grace and his mercy made us right with God. Right. Nothing that you do or didn't do, it's all Jesus made us right with God. Right. right. Well, when mankind caught God's grace and the fact that we are forgiven, that God loves everybody, that sin is washed away by His grace and His mercy, the, the conclusion of that is then do whatever our flesh wants to do and God loves us and forgives us and Jesus paid the penalty for our sins. So we're good to go. God's grace and His mercy forgave us. Jesus paid the penalty for sin. So I can do whatever I want to do. God loves me. I'm right before God. Well, we, we can't figure that out. Romans chapter 5. Are you there yet? Yeah. If you're not, quit looking. You can go find it. <laughs> Romans chapter 5. I've got quite a little bit here I want to read. But, but let's look at this. I'd like for you to look at this with me. Verse 16. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of that one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we're guilty of many sins. It's a free gift. A free gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater God's wonderful grace and His gift of righteousness and all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God and became sinners, but because of one other person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But as people sinned more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace Rules instead of giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Chapter 6, verse 1. Well then, should we just keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of His wonderful grace? <coughs> of course not. Right, right, right. <laughs> Underline verse 2. Of course not. <laughs> Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in sin? Have you forgotten that we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism? We joined Him in death. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Yeah. Now we also may live new lives. Drop down to verse 12. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument to evil or serve sin. Instead, give yourselves completely to God, for you were dead, but now you have a new life. So use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Verse 14. Sin is no longer your master. Nothing you can do 
adds to what Jesus did. He paid the price for sin. Verse 17, wonderful grace. Verse 20, wonderful grace. Verse 21, wonderful grace. Three times the gift of right, the gift of righteousness is mentioned. Chapter 6, verse 1. Okay, I, I, I got it. Yeah. Right. I got it. Then we just keep on sinning? <laughs> no, no, no that, that's not at all what I just said. That's not at all. We cannot seem to get works and grace. Right, right, right. Back your Bible, Jude. I want everybody to look at this. Jude, verse 4. I want you all to look at Jude. I want, I want you to underline this. Write this down. Jude, verse 4. Some ungodly people have wormed their way into your churches saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. I, I, I'm hearing that. I'm hearing preachers preaching that. Wow. I'm hearing that. And, and right here he's warning us, I want you to write this down. God's marvelous grace does not allow us to live immoral lives. That's right. Now, the church has struggled. We, we've struggled with this for the last 2,000 years. It's in a recent thing with the understanding of working our way into God's favor by keeping the law or just accepting His grace. And, and we've got, I don't know, called denominational groups or different groups, whatever you want to call it, but we've got different groups. One is preaching, do this, do it, don't do this, don't do it. How many of you went to a church? Don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that, don't wear this, don't go there, don't. And, and see, that, that was the sermon because you have to work your way into God's favor. Then we got churches that get a hold of the grace message and they're just ordaining every, I mean, live like you want to live. Follow your own natural end. God created you. This is who you are. This is the way you are. Just because God's love and His grace and His mercy covers all sin. And we're preaching the grace message. And we're preaching the works message. And we lack the basic understanding of salvation. Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about that. The Bible says, once and for all, you've been made right with God. When you accept Jesus. Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart, and what? You're saved. You're saved. Nothing you add to that. That's right. Does everybody recognize that's scripture? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Bible also says, choose this day who you will serve. Yes. Mm -hmm. Take up your cross yeah. daily yeah. and follow him. Wash your mind with the word. Put off these thoughts. Put on these thoughts. It's a daily work in progress. Yeah, that's him. Okay, the Bible also says. That in a twinkling of an eye, you're one breath away from a brand new body. Fact, fact is, the word it uses, our bodies groan, awaiting our salvation. Our bodies are groaning, awaiting our salvation. So we've got different groups that have their scripture and they preach this. Yeah. Or they have these scriptures and they preach that. Or they have these scriptures and they're preaching... Well, we just suffer in the sweet by and by. One day we'll see. But we just suffering through our life struggling, just waiting for our salvation. We we got those songs and we got those churches that are awaiting their salvation. Since a total lack of understanding of mm -hmm. salvation. Yeah. Right. The fact is, 
The word salvation, as we study scripture, has three tenses to that word. Past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. Past, present, future. In the past, we have been saved instantly. When you accepted Jesus, I'm 20 years ago in vacation Bible school, or 10 years ago in youth group, or 30 years ago. When you accepted Jesus, you were instantly made right before God. His blood covered you, and you stood perfect and complete right in front of God. That happened for you 10 years ago, 20 years ago. That happened for you when you were 7 years old in children's church. That happened for you then. There are many places in the Bible, choose this day who you're going to serve. Daily take up your cross. That's present tense. We're trying to get saved every day. Every day I'm choosing Jesus. You made a choice to come to church today. I mean, you got up and you made that choice. And there are many places in the Bible that the time will come. The time will come. Right now, I struggle with my cholesterol. I struggle with my triglycerides. Right now, I wanted to have cheesecake last night for supper, but I didn't because of my sugar level. You know, I wanted to have three or four sweet rolls, but I didn't. You know, I got to watch my sugar levels, and I've got to. What I am waiting for one day, this body will be perfect. One day, I'll be saved. Yes. One of these days, when I breathe my last breath, I'll be saved. No sugar levels, no triglyceride, no cholesterol. I mean, I, ooh, new body. See, I will be saved. That's future tense of salvation. Well, which is it? Which is it? There's misunderstandings. Because we don't get that we don't understand that man is a three-part being. Yeah. Now let me explain this to you. Man is a spirit. Everybody's aware. There's spirit. Man has a soul, or the word we use now is mind. Our mind, and then our body. We're spirit, soul, and body. Now let's get this. Twenty-five years ago. Vacation Bible school, or when you were in children's church and you were seven years old, and whatever it was, you asked Jesus into your heart and you confessed Him as Lord. Who can remember doing that? Yeah. You can remember I, I, got, I got saved. See, that happened past tense. What got saved? Well, everything became brand new. Oh, really? You were four foot two, and when you got saved, you were seven one? <laughs> I mean, oh, everything became brand new. Okay, so your favorite color was blue, and then when you got saved, your favorite color was orange. Hmm. No, what got saved? Your spirit. Yeah. yeah. See, your, yeah. when you asked Jesus to come into your heart, past tense, you had a spiritual rebirth. Right. Yeah. Nicodemus in John, he couldn't, John chapter 3. Uh, Nicodemus said, what I, you mean I, I go back to my mother's womb? Jesus said, no, no, not a physical rebirth. It is a spiritual rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. Your dead spirit was born again and life came in you. See, that happened however many years ago. Yeah. Body. I will have a new body. My future tense. I will have a new body. I'm just one breath away from that happening. Presently, each day... Each day in my mind, I've got to stop thinking that thought, start thinking mm-hmm. this thought. Yeah. I've got to quit thinking it. Yeah. I've got to start thinking this. See, each day I have to choose the Lord. Yes. I am yes. being saved. It's t- Tuesday, 10.30 in the morning, a guy comes up to you. 
He told you to be there. He didn't show up. He didn't. Your part's been back ordered. Somebody came in. They walked in. They were mad. And they came up to your counter. And right now, what this guy needs is for me to give him a good cussing. The words are coming back to me that I didn't know I remembered. And I'm the one to deliver this right now to. Okay, i got to get saved right now. Yeah. I don't care yeah. what happened when you were seven in vacation Bible school. Right now, I'm fixing to hit this guy. And i got to get saved from this anger coming right. up. Right now, i got to get saved. See, I'm getting saved every few minutes. Yeah. And I mean, i got to get mad pretty easy. So i got to get saved often during the day. <laughs> See, every minute throughout your day, you have got to get... Yes, that was great what happened to you when you were seven years right, old. Right. Yes, that will be great when we get a new body. But right now is what we're talking about. Yeah. you got to get saved right now. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Right, every minute, every day you wake up, you got to put off your old nature. It's you good. have to put that's on good. your new nature. You've got to put that's off good. your old nature. You've got to put on your new nature. Each day you have to choose Jesus. Every day you have to take up your cross. I am being saved every single day yes. as I renew my mind. That's right. Yes. As I learn to think different, I work on being saved in my mind all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, here's where we are right now. Romans chapter 6. Are you still there? Yeah. Romans chapter 6 and verse 5. Since we have been united with Him in His death, we'll also be raised to life as He was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We're no longer slaves to sin, for when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with Him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead, and He will never die again. Death no longer has any power of Him. But when He died, He died once to break the power of sin. But now that He lives, He lives for the glory of God. Verse 11. So, you've got to consider yourself to be dead. To the power of sin. Yeah. And alive to God through Christ. Right. Yeah. Don't let sin control you. Yeah. Chapter 12, verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. That's right. That's yeah. right. You're saved. Why don't you have to come to church today? I can experience God on the golf course. I can experience God right here on my couch reading the newspaper and drinking my coffee. I don't want to need to go to church. I mean, you're saved. You're, you've been made perfect. You're right before God and His image. Why do you come into church? It's because you're changing the way you think. Yeah, come on. It's good. It's because it's you're changing the way you think. Why do you come when it's ice outside? Because you have to be here. You're changing the way you think. Sometimes when you can't be here, your business has you traveling and you're out of town. The first thing you do is get the podcast, get the live stream. I See, here's where I'm a member of this church. God is speaking a word to this church. So whether you're here or whether you're not here, if you're going to be out of town, you bring your tithe up here before you leave. Or the day you come back, you, if it snowed three feet deep and not any of us could have got here, Monday, as soon as it thought, I'd have my tithe here and I'd be listening to the sermon on, Sunday, on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, it's not, I missed, I, you don't miss church. You no. never miss what God is teaching you because you are washing your mind yes. with the Word. That's good. And when That's Stephen good. preaches, you hear it. Whether you can be here or not, because... 
He is God's mouthpiece to you in the situation you're in right now. Does that make any sense to you? So and whether you're here or whether you're not, that doesn't make any difference about whether your tithe is here. I'll drop it by in the middle of the week. But I've got to make sure that I am living my life in obedience and in accordance to His Word as I am being saved every day of my life. That's good. Yeah. Now, we've got to understand the three-part being we are. Yes, you have been saved in your spirit. Yes, your body will be saved. But right now, here's what we're working on. That's why you have to be in the house. Try to be out. That's why it is vital that we are doing what we want. You want to go to church more? No, I don't believe I will. You going to go? I don't know. It's been a hard week. Yeah. See, because you're good. doing something in your mind. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's great. It's great. Verse. You don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. Yeah. God's transforming you into a new person by changing the way you think. Yeah. yeah. That's what God's doing. Yeah. yeah. That's what God is doing in your life, mm-hmm. is changing your whole lifestyle. Now, well, I just born this way. I get that. There's no question in my mind I, how you I get you were born. Well, tell me, you just got to accept me. God accepts me like that because I was born this way. I was born with a bad temper. I want Congress to legalize me busting you in the nose. I got a bad temper. So I have an alternative lifestyle, and that's to whip everybody I see. But you have to be okay with Are you judging me? that is not in obedience to Christ and we have to crucify that old nature and become we have to become more and more like Him every day and not be you've got to accept me for how God's grace and His love and His mercy God accepts me like I am and you have to accept me God accepts you like you are, but He doesn't leave you like you are. He causes you to change to become more and more like Him. And we don't get salvation. The blood of Jesus forgave our sins. Once and for all, you've been born again. But now that that has happened for you, you daily renew your mind. You daily quit thinking this, and you start thinking that. That's good. You stop thinking these thoughts, you start thinking these thoughts. That's a bad thought. I can't keep thinking that. I've got to think If I keep thinking this thought, it will get me fired. Right. Right. So I'm going to have to stop thinking that, and I'm going to think these thoughts, and I'm going to act like this, and this will get me a raise. Right. So you you stop and you start, and you stop and you start all day. Go to Colossians chapter 3. This is what we're doing. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Tim, do you believe once saved, always saved? Absolutely. Do you believe you get saved every day? Absolutely. Do you believe you'll be saved one day? Yep, that's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) Is this coming coming together for you when you understand the three-part being that we are? Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Since you have been raised... Is everybody here saved? Mm-hmm. Anybody here going to hell forever? I mean, you just, I don't know. I wouldn't always ask them to make me going to hell forever. Okay, everybody saved? Good. Since you have been raised to new life in Christ. Okay, chapter 3, verse 1. Since that's happened for you, set your sights on the realities of heaven. 
where Christ sits in a place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things in heaven, not the things of earth. Who's going to do that? You're the only one that's going to do that. You quit thinking about this and you start thinking about that. For you died to this life and your real life is hidden in Christ and God. And when Christ who is your life revealed the whole world, you will share in His glory. So, since this has happened, verse 3, or verse 5, so put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. That's good. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires. Don't be greedy for a greedy persons that idolatry, worshiping things in the world. Because these sins, the anger of God is coming. You used to do these things when your life was still a part of the world. But now is the time to get rid of this anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, dirty language. Don't lie to each other. Stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. Verse 10, put on your new nature and be more like Him. And it goes on and on. Since God chose you to be His holy people, put on these love and kindness and mercy. Just, since this has happened, here's what you got to do. You put this off. You put this on. See, before you were born again, you didn't have a choice. You were you, you were just sentenced to sin. Mm-hmm. But when you ask Jesus to come into your heart, now you have a perfect God-like spirit on the inside of you. Right. Now you've got a choice. Yeah. I can think after my new nature, or I can still think after my old nature. Yeah. I can't believe he did that. I thought he was saved. Well, he just thought after his old nature, not after his new nature. Right, yeah. right. That's, that's good. good. That's what, that makes sense. See, you think after your old nature, or are you going to think? See, before you were saved, you did these things because that was you only had an old nature. Right. You didn't have a new nature. Right. But now that you're saved, you have a new nature. So why are you coming to church? To learn to live on your new nature yeah, and on. not continue yeah. to live on your old nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the more you live on the old nature, the more worried you are. Yeah. The more fearful you are. Yeah. The more depressed you are. Yeah. The more unhappy you are. Yeah. The more angry you are. The more full of hate you are. The more full of bitterness you are. The more you think of your new nature, the more peace you have. The more yeah. joy yeah. you have. See, yeah. there, there's fruits. Right. Here's the old nature produces I said, that's a death. That's what proof. The end result of death. All nature produces worry, fear, stress, anger, malicious death. See, that's what the old nature produces. The new nature produces peace, joy, life. Now, where do you want to live your life? Where do you want to live your home? Where do you want to live in your work? Where do you want to live your life? After the old nature or after the new nature? You want to live after your old nature, but... We already heard the devil didn't take a vacation because it iced last night. Right. So I have to get up and get here. Yeah, I can slide on. and slip my claw. i got to get there because my old nature is always after me. I've got to get there and renew my mind. Good. Yes. I've right. got to be there That's to good. renew my mind. Good. We've got to continue to press forward. James chapter 1. Y'all come up anytime you want to, but i got two minutes and 49 seconds. Just make sure. <laughs> come up here early.
your brothers and sisters if you say you have faith, but you don't show it by your actions. Verse, look at that, verse 18. I will show you my faith by my good deeds. Yeah. Verse 26. Just as the body is dead without breath, so faith is dead without good works. Yeah. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. That's what this is all about. It's vital you be a church. It's vital you hear. Don't, don't just hear the sermon on Sunday morning. You can't even remember what it was about by the time you eat lunch on Sunday afternoon. Hear it going to work, hear it coming home from work, hear it going to work, hear it coming home yeah. all week long. Hear it going to work, it's here. Great. And so it's that, great. that word washes your mind. Right. You don't take a bath one time in vacation Bible school when you were seven and you don't need one the rest of your life. <laughs> You're daily washing off the old. Yeah. You're daily yeah. putting on the new. God's part is we couldn't do right enough without Him. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't. Our part is we have to put on His new nature. Yeah, that's good. Our part is we've got to put on this crucifying the old man, this washing our mind with the Word. You have been saved and I'm thrilled. You will be saved and we'll all be excited about having a new body. But right now, you're part of the house. Right now, you're under the leadership of of these pastors here. And God is using that as a tool in your life to chip away your own and chip, chip that stuff off. Uh, Stephen, in anybody's business? <laughs> yeah? No, in never. You ever got in your business? Never. <laughs> Here's what you got to understand. It's not Stephen in your business. God is using this is the this is the place that you have submitted yourself to. And God uses the leadership of is Stephen perfect? You ain't got time for me to tell you how imperfect he is. <laughs> <laughs> this is the vessel that God is yeah. using yeah. for God to speak his word. Doesn't have nothing. Well, who you tell me what to do? It has anything to do with who he is. Yeah. It has to do with the fact he is who God has put in this position in yeah. this place. You are a part of this, and now you receive from God through these imperfect channels to hear what God wants to do in your life as you thank God for saving you. As we look forward to one day being saved, but as every day, we're working out our salvation each and every day mm -hmm. with fear and trembling. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear how this message ministered to you. Feel free to let us know on the Connect tab of the House Church app. We hope you have a great week.